Hi everybody and welcome to the Junction Church Podcast. We pray that this message inspires and encourages you. If you would like to find out any more information about us, then please visit our website at www.thejunctionchurch.com. Thank you for listening. ...to come up and to be playing that last song. Um, there is a cloud. And the presence of God literally just sat in this meeting. Wow. So we will get there. <laughs> um, I don't know what exactly has happened to my life over the last number of years, but I tend to be on airplanes a lot. And it is not glamorous. As much as you think it might be, it's not. And so recently, I actually was in Australia. I got back. I was home for four days. And then I had to fly and speak in Canada. I never slept in Canada at all for four days because they're seven hours behind. So when you go to bed at 11 p.m., your body's awake at 6 a.m. So basically, I turned into a zombie. And then um, I was connecting in Amsterdam Airport. And for the first time in my life, I lined up for the wrong plane. And I tried to board the wrong plane because I was so tired. And so I got to the gate and the lady said, this isn't your plane. Um, Now, I'm not totally dumb. It was both going to Manchester, but one was at gate D26 and one was at gate D6. And so I missed my entire plane. So um, I'm here, so obviously I made it back. Um, I decided not to panic. Calm. But I didn't allow a margin of error. And there's a lot of margins we usually leave in our lives, aren't there? There's a margin of error. There's a margin of doubt. There's a margin of time. Um, Let me share you about my family. My husband, Pastor David Gilpin, never allows a margin of time. And so um, there's always uh, wardrobe clothes thrown all over the house. And the reason why we go to church in different cars on a Sunday morning is that Dave never allows a margin of time. And so the journey from our house to church, um, honestly, if the police wanted revenue, they just need to be in a speed camera in that stretch of road because Dave burns in like a tornado every Sunday morning. He never allows a margin of time. There's a margin of land. And we live actually in the margin of land that exists between our existence in the mind of God and our promotion into eternity. Even our lives are a margin. And we are created by God to live in this extremity. The margin in our lives that can only be filled by God. We are called to leave a margin for God and a margin for miracles. That's where we're actually called as Christians to live. So if you find yourself in a place today where you're in a place and you think, do you know what, Jen, I don't know what to do, the Holy Spirit's standing and clapping. Because finally I've got you into a place that you're living in a margin that only I can provide. That you're living in a margin this morning that only the Holy Spirit can step into and change things. It's a margin of extremity. It's the margin of the impossible where miracles dwell. And even launching City Hearts today, we're living here in the margin of the impossible where miracles dwell. It's a good place to be. It's a scary place to be, but it's the only place to live. Because that's when you see the power of God meet with the frailty of man. 
And God comes and does a miracle. This margin of extremity, our leadership can't lead it. Our organization can't structure it. Our finances can never meet it. (laughs) You're loving this, aren't you? Our striving can't reach it because it is the margin of the impossible. It's the margin created by eternal design where we have to invite the God into the complexity of our affairs. And when we address our own inability to tackle the enormity of our future. Now, if you want to bail, now would be the time to leave. (laughs) Do you know the Israelites found themselves in Exodus in a margin of the impossible? It's a sliver of land. And let me read to you from Exodus 14. Do you know, I joked with our church last weekend, Colin Blois and Dave Gilpin seem to have this ability to preach without notes. I don't have that gift. I said to our church, that's because I want to say something intelligent. (laughs) Exodus 14, verse 1 to 4. Then the Lord said to Moses, tell the Israelites to turn back and camp near that place between Migdol and the sea. They are to camp by the sea directly opposite Baal Zephon. Pharaoh will think the Israelites are wandering around the land in confusion, hemmed in by the desert. And I'll harden Pharaoh's heart and he will pursue them. Anybody feel pursued? But I will gain glory for myself through Pharaoh and all his army. And the Israelites will know that I am the Lord. Here were the Israelites in a spot. They were in a sliver of land followed by an army of pursuers and faced by an impossible stretch of water. They were in a sliver, and I like to call this place the peninsula of the impossible. They were pursued by a future they could, by a past they could not return to. And in front of them, there was a future that they had no ability to get to. Relating to anybody today? the place where seemingly we are promoted to negotiate a circumstance and a future that is impossible to fulfill. God says, finally, finally, finally you find yourself in the place where the margin can only be filled by her God who wants to show himself strong On your behalf. Finally to a place. Where only his intervention will cause breakthrough. Where the opt out options have dried up. And the only way through is the hand of the divine. The place of miracles. Where the laws of gravity and what comes next are suspended. And the God who literally holds the moon and the stars in his hands moves time. And so what happens in this sliver of land? The Lord challenged the Israelites to not back down or back out, but to go forward. But then I read the verse. Now, do you ever think sometimes that God speaks in complex oxymorons? In other words, 
He says one thing and another in the same sentence. Well, I just found it. I found it for you here in Exodus 14, verse 13 to 15. Moses answered the people, do not be afraid. Stand firm and you will see the deliverance the Lord will bring you today. The Egyptians you see today, you will never see again. Now listen to, listen to this. The Lord will fight for you. You need only to be still, first command. Then the Lord said to Moses, why are you crying out to me? Tell the Israelites to move on. We've got the space of two verses here. The Lord will fight for you. Just be still. And while you're still, move on. Do you know, sometimes you read the scripture like, God, to actually access the impossible, what am I supposed to do? Am I meant to stand on my head? What am I supposed to do? So I asked God because I'm thinking, God, I've got to tell the church here to do one of the above. And I don't know which one you're saying. Uh, the people were in a situation where backing down was impossible, but the forward direction was impossible. That place where faith demands we view the impossible as a viable path. You've got to step out to step in. Now, the inference from God here is to be still. <laughs> And God says he will fight your battle. God, and you need, God wants you to understand that he is fighting for you. But the sea beside you is the vehicle to the destiny in front of you. So what you've got to understand this morning is God is fighting for you and behind you. But he still requires you to step into the path that looks impossible. Because your momentum carries the future in it. Allow God to fight behind you. It says in this scripture that God stood between the Israelites and Pharaoh's army. He was fighting for you, but he required you to move on. And I wrote this wonderful phrase, and this phrase could be in any good promise box worldwide, because this is amazing. Invest in the next while God sorts the rest. Told you. Invest in the next while God sorts the rest. And sometimes we're so frozen watching God fight for us that we lack the, the necessary thing to step into the future. Allow God to fight for you. Allow your spirit to be still, but allow your feet to move and gain ground in Jesus' name. The battle is God, but the momentum is yours. The provision is God's, but the action is yours. You need to step into the next thing for your life. It says, tell the Israelites to move on. And we can spend so much time, even as that word that Pastor Kevin brought this morning, that was like, I said to Cheryl, I'm nicking that. That was such great revelation. We are so tempted to dwell in the defeatism of our past and not move into the next thing and the next thing that God is doing. Do not camp in the place of an attitude of defeat or remain in the vortex of defeatism and indecision, but make the step. 
stretch out your hand and step into the new margin. And then Exodus 14, 21 says this, Then Moses stretched his hand out over the sea. And all that night the Lord drove the sea back with a strong east wind and turned it into dry land. The waters were divided and the Israelites went through the sea on dry ground with a wall of water on their right and on their left. The Egyptians pursued them. I love this. The Egyptians pursued them and all Pharaoh's horses and chariots and horsemen followed them into the sea. I just I started thinking about this and I thought, did the Egyptians really think that the miracle reserved for the Israelites was going to be theirs as well? Do your pursuers of doubt and fear really think that they're going to be able to grapple with the victory that is yours in Jesus' name? They're not taking what God is going to give you as you step into your God-given future and as a church, as you step into this incredible ministry of City Hearts today, as you step, your pursuers will be silenced and God will open the future door. And then it says, during the last watch of the night, the Lord looked down from the pillar of fire and clouded the Egyptian army and threw it into confusion. He jammed the wheels of their chariots so that they had difficulty driving. And the Egyptians said, let's get away from the Israelites. The Lord is fighting for them. But isn't this amazing when it says the Lord is fighting for them against Egypt, that this phrase was only said by the pursuers once the Israelites had stepped into the next. And when you're in that peninsula of land today, when you're living on the sliver of the impossible, until you take the step by faith into your God-given future, only then God can put the armies of your pursuers, your pursuers of fear, your pursuers of financial lack. Only at that point can God silence the voice of your pursuer when you step into your God-given future. Is anybody awake there today? Amen. But then, when I was writing this message... I was hijacked by the Spirit of God. I was writing a really good message. I was hijacked. <laughs> and it came from left field as I was preparing this. I want to read this to you. So many people here have been living in the margin. And the Spirit of God wants to encourage you that he knows that you have been living there and that the way through will be miraculous. But the destination will be even more wonderful. I'm reminded of Revelation 2, verse 12. These are the words of him who has the sharp, double-edged sword. I know where you live, where Satan has his throne, yet you remain true to my name. You did not renounce your faith in me. I felt like the Holy Spirit is bringing a breath. I know you have stood and you continue to stand. And I know you have stepped out and continue to step out. And I'm bringing you to a new place of breath, of reward, of a whisper, and a wind from heaven. 
And when the Israelites came through the Red Sea, they sang to the Lord. And in Exodus 15, 27, there's this amazing verse. It says, I wonder if the band could come up quietly, not like elephants. <laughs> no, no, you didn't. No, see, you're making it worse. Your sneak is loud. Let me read to you this verse from Exodus 15:27. Then they came to Elam, where there were twelve springs and seventy palm trees, and they camped there near the water. Elam means a strong place. Twelve signifies fullness. And seventy signifies perfect spiritual order. I felt God whisper. I feel a breath coming. I know our church is battling and has been battling hard on many fronts. If our church is, your church has. Feel a breath. Strong trees place where there's fullness, perfect spiritual order. I felt that the battle had been waged on multiple fronts and waged well. And now the breath of God's Spirit comes through, and we find ourselves in the place of Elam. Strong trees, new authority, and new ground. And then God whispered this. You can't live in battle mode when God has moved on. You can't live in battle mode when God's moved on. This is a place where there is not just enough for sustenance. There is more than enough and it's bountiful. This is not one spring but twelve You only need one. There is not one palm tree for shade. There are 70. You won't get sunburned. There are 70 trees. This is a place of multiple resource and connections of shade. I'm not surprised that Kirsty is walking through doors of shade doors of influence this is a place of multiple sources of abundance and of provision this is Elam I felt God strongly tell me this is a word for his church this is a season it's a season it's Elam so we're going to respond to God today you to stand. We're going to have a moment at Elam. We're going to have a moment of breath. Amen. And I'm prophesying that this journey will not be hard because we cannot live in battle mode when God has moved on. We have to embrace the God season. And this season is going to be a season of abundance of provision and resource 
in finance. It's going to be freedom of fear. It's going to be multiple people saved. It's going to be God abundantly opening doors for your life. It's going to be time in the presence of the Lord. Doing your job wonderfully. It's going to be time in the presence of the Lord when you feel the filling of the presence of God. Who knows? We need it. So we're going to sing. You ready? That last song. I want you to lift your hands to God right now. It's going to be a breath. Thanks for listening. If you have any questions or you'd like to find out contact information or service times, then don't forget to visit our website, www.thejunctionchurch.com. God bless.